Welcome to the Indie Brand Builder Podcast, where successful entrepreneurs and industry experts get real about what it takes to build a seven-figure product brand with your host, Jeremy Robinson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Indie Brand Builder, where creative entrepreneurs and product designers are building successful, purpose-driven businesses so that they can accomplish their financial dreams while making a difference in the world. Be sure to check out IndieBrandBuilder.com and subscribe for updates. So today we're going to be talking about how to get the most out of your trade show marketing. And I'm joined by a guest who has a ton of experience on the subject and has helped so young with our approach to trade shows. Tim Patterson began his career in broadcasting, which will explain his radio-ready voice that you'll hear in just a moment. But he's now the head of Trade Show Guy Exhibits, where he helps his clients excel at trade show marketing. He also runs a blog, tradeshowguyblog.com, and he's authored a book called Trade Show Success that's a great resource for small to medium-sized businesses looking to take their trade show marketing to the next level. You can actually get the book for free on Tim's website at www www.tradeshowsuccessbook.com and I'll be posting that link in the show notes at IndieBrandBuilder.com. Now, trade shows can be an expensive proposition for a young business and I can tell you from our experience that it's kind of been hit and miss for us. So I asked him, why go to the expense and trouble of attending a trade show? When social media first, you know, really started to explode eight, nine, ten years ago, Facebook, I think, is now 12 years old. Uh, there was a lot of talk about, well, this will do away with the trade shows, you know. But the, the fact of the matter is people love to see each other face to face. There is nothing more valuable than seeing each other face to face. And I think if you had said back then, I said, hey, we could, should invent a way digitally to use all this digital communication to help trade shows, you couldn't have come up with a better plan than social media, Twitter in, in, especially, but certainly. Facebook and YouTube because you can use all of those elements to drive people to uh, to your booth to share what's going on at the trade show to connect up with people uh, to 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 build a brand I think social media and trade show marketing go hand in hand but I think it's really valuable to go meet people face to face people really love the human touch and and I think the second thing to think about helps you reach markets that you otherwise could not have found and you reach them much more effectively uh, cost effectively and because you're going to a show uh, that people are coming to the show to see the kind of products that you're there for. Okay, so not every trade show has been a great experience for us. How do you know which trade shows are going to be a good fit for you and which are just going to be a complete waste of time and money? the best thing you can do prior to going is, is attend it as just an attendee and not as an exhibitor. Right. So go to the show and that gives you a great opportunity to walk the floor, see who's exhibiting, see who's attending, talk to exhibitors, talk to you know people just walk on the floor and get their impressions. And I think that will probably give you the answer very quickly as to whether you should be there or not. Uh, if you're looking at, their, say, a, a, a show's website to figure out, okay, should I go to this? If you have a lot of competitors there, you probably should be there. If you can't find more than one or two, hmm, you know, then your competitors are probably thinking they shouldn't be there as well. So I think that's probably another key to gauge, but I think the best thing to do is just to attend it. So another benefit of doing trade shows is just the opportunity to see what's going on in the market and how you're measuring up to your competition great place for for market research spying on your competition we like to call it (laughs) because they're going to have their newest and greatest and latest out there so you can see probably ahead of the general public what is uh, going to going to be out in the marketplace from them in the next few months 
So So Young continues to attend select trade shows. And part of the reason that we do is that we've just gotten a lot better at doing them. In fact, trade shows have actually led to some amazing connections that I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have made otherwise. The progress we've made mostly comes down to, first of all, knowing which trade shows are the best fit for us. And secondly, spending a lot more time planning and preparing in advance for the actual trade show experience itself. One of the assumptions that a lot of exhibitors make is that, oh, I just got to put up a, a booth and, and go. Um, you're going to take a lot of people or at least a few people, uh, you know, maybe halfway across the country. You're going to set up a show. So there's a lot of different things that have to be done. And I think the main thing to keep in mind is figure out what those pieces are and take enough time to prepare. So if you've got a show in six months, you know, you better start figuring out what those pieces are and what you need to make it all happen from pre-show marketing to show execution to booth staff training to lead generation to how do you capture those leads, what information do you have, how do you follow up, what's the follow-up process because it is a lot of movement around one small uh, chaotic three or four day event. So to that point, we now schedule weekly trade show meetings in the six to eight weeks leading up to a major event where we discuss the details of the show, the material we're going to take, the details of the marketing packages that are offered by the show, and also just really the logistics of getting all of our stuff to the show on time. And things still go wrong sometimes, but generally we're able to make much better use of our time at the show. And Tim points out that clarifying your purpose and objectives for the show should be chief among your planning activities. Knowing why you're going is as important uh, as anything else. I've heard stories of actually people that have gone to a show and set up a large booth just to meet one guy. (laughs) (laughs) Just to have that meeting with that one guy who could really impact their business. Right. Uh, so and and they made it. You know, they made it work, and and they had that meeting, and and they impressed them, and they got the business they wanted. So another area where we've gotten a lot better is in the design of our booth itself. Last year, we invested a significant amount of money in upgrading our booth, and we used Tim as a consultant. Here's Tim on some of the key principles behind your booth design and the specific messaging you use. If your booth. really resonates with your brand from the look and feel so you've got a good design and your messaging is there that's going to attract a certain type of people um, because the, the job of the graphics in my opinion is to qualify and disqualify people as they're walking by um, so that they look at it and go ah that's not, nothing I'm interested in so they won't waste your time right. but if they look at it and say hey uh, gosh I, I need to go see what's over there uh, and if you're an unknown brand, if you're not Nike or Adidas or Reebok or Microsoft or Apple, then you have to decide, do we need to put our name up there or is our product name or our positioning statement the more relevant message that we need to get out need to get out there, which catches people's attention? And I talk about that certainly more at length in the book, and I think that's a, a very valid, valid discussion to have internally. Another point Tim makes is around the importance of having representatives of your brand in the booth who have been properly trained in both your key messaging and how to interact with customers in a trade show setting. Because a lot of people take a staff to a a show and and they're not prepared for what it's like, especially if they've never been to a show or if they've been once or twice and never had any training. Because there is a lot that goes on. It's a very chaotic environment. You want to be able to qualify and disqualify people right away so they're not wasting your time and you're not wasting their time. Um, So I think booth staff training is is probably the biggest key to success. I would suggest, uh, you know, thinking about investing in training, having someone that knows how to train people specifically for that. Because there's a lot of no-nos in, in trade show marketing. You know, you don't want to be sitting on your phone all in the back of the booth with your hands, your arms crossed and eating and things like that. Just on and on and on. The people that are, 
don't know. People look at it and you go, they just keep walking. Okay, so the main purpose of any trade show is to generate sales and leads for your business. That seems pretty obvious. But in the beginning, we really did not do a very good job of following up with the leads we met at the shows. So we were wasting a huge part of the value of attending. Apparently, we're not alone. Industry-wide statistics show seven to eight out of ten leads are not ever followed up on, and that that flabbergasts me. And that they they do research on this every year or two. There's some some uh, industry uh, research groups that they come back and say, yeah, it's still the same. People still say they they collect a hundred leads and they they don't follow up on them. Okay, so I can confidently say that we are now on top of our follow up. Every lead is entered into our CRM with notes from the show. And because I'm not typically at the show, but I actually do most of the follow-up, we've trained our staff to get as much information as possible written down in the notes so that I know exactly what was discussed and I can personalize my outreach messages. I also begin follow-up right away while the memory is fresh and we continue following up until we get a firm yes or no. But having a clearly defined sales process is key got to have that process and you've got to do it quick i mean you know you you say okay i'm calling in the next three weeks no it really should be 24 to 48 hours maybe 72 hours unless you have agreed with that uh, prospect that you're going to call them in three weeks um, because of their schedule or whatever follow up specifically to what that person wants okay they want they want a sample they want it on this date they need they need a document whatever that is so that you know exactly what the follow-up is and when and then do it we actually have an offer on the Indie Brand Builder site where you can download all of our sales scripts and all of our email templates. Uh, just go to IndieBrandBuilder.com and click on the selling offer. So if you haven't yet attended a trade show, but you're considering them as a way to grow your sales, I hope this has helped clarify why trade shows are still important. If you'd like to learn more about trade show marketing, you can visit Tim Patterson's blog at tradeshowguyblog.com. And again, Tim has made his book available free to our podcast listeners. You can go to tradeshowsuccessbook.com. And once again, I'll be posting these links in the notes at indiebrandbuilder.com. So thanks again for joining us today. And thanks to Tim Patterson of Trade Show Guy Exhibits. I'm Jeremy Robinson. For more insights on building a seven-figure product brand, including free downloadable training material, visit IndieBrandBuilder.com. 